Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with Adit, your host. I'm so glad you're here, friend. And if you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you found this podcast. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being here and for spending your time with me. I trust this episode will be helpful and continue to come back. This is the place to do all things mental health, personal development, women empowerment, So definitely subscribe, leave a review, send me an email. Let me know if you have any topics on your heart that you'd like me to discuss. So today's episode is going to be about breathwork and how specifically breathwork can help you to de-stress in your life, the benefits, how to do it, and even a quick guided one minute guided breathwork exercise from a breathwork boss, Jeannie Colwin, who is amazing at what she does. I'm so glad that she shares her gifts with the world and so excited you all get to meet her. And we'll dive into the episode and you'll hear my interview with her. But before we do, just want to send out some shout outs. Thanks to all the folks listening in all around different parts of the world. It's really fun to see where you're tuning in from. So I want to say hello to friends out in Canada and Australia and India and Germany and Mexico out in the United States and the United Kingdom, friends out in Kenya and Denmark, Malaysia, Bulgaria, Belize, the Netherlands and the Philippines, Finland, Russia, just to name a few. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you are in the world. So glad that you're here Now grab your tea, get your coffee, curl up on a couch, go for a walk, whatever it is that you do while you tune in, go ahead and do that now and let's dive into the episode. Hello everyone, I'm so excited for you all to get to meet Jeannie Colwin. She is a health and wellness coach who I I just am like adoring right now because her breathwork classes are just on another level of amazing. Um, She is known as the breathwork boss and I'm so excited to interview her specifically about breathwork and the benefits about it. This is the woman to go to if you need to de-stress from your life. So welcome to the podcast, Jeannie. So good to have you here. I know we connected on Instagram and it's been just such a joy to connect with you. And I'll pass it to you to introduce yourself to the listeners. And if you can share even like a fun fact and just about your services, welcome. Oh, hi. Thank you so much. So great to be here. Yeah. So I'm Jeannie. I live in Los Angeles. And when I started this journey, I really really fell into breath work because of my own stress and overwhelm. I was a high school teacher in LA's public schools for over 18 years. So I taught Spanish. So kids are loud in a language class and feeling lots of stress and didn't realize how stressed I was. So breath work was a really great avenue for me to 
just feel better fast. And here's something else that I went through. I'm a health and wellness coach because of my own health journey. I struggled with chronic everything. I say chronic inflammation, chronic illness, chronic pain. I had a lot of health challenges, things that were not getting diagnosed. Finally, they told me I had fibromyalgia, which really isn't a diagnosis. It's kind of in my world, it's like, we don't know what's wrong with you. And I came to want to bring my own power back, right? Like I was so dissociated, which meant that like, I never wanted to be in my own body. I dissociated. I was never embodied. I never wanted to be grounded. I was always up in my head, really logical and all the thinking. So breath work, it forces you because there's nothing else to do. You can't multitask. We have to be in our bodies. We get to be in our bodies and reconnect with ourselves. So yeah, it's through my health journey, leaving a teaching job that I was no longer aligned with that just brought me full circle to helping clients now with the overwhelm, with the stress, having to do it all, especially in COVID. It's unprecedented. Like no one knows what they're, there's no books on how to be the mom and be the parent or be the dad and show up fully, right? It's always taking care of ourselves first. So I work with people definitely filling your own cup up, not feeling selfish so that you have more to give to others. I love that so much because I'm like, I'm a talker. I, that, you know, for me, I'm a mindset coach. I'm a therapist. I, I can process with you about something and make plans and action all day long. But I also know it's so important to feel into our bodies. And when I took your breath work class and just doing other forms of movement in my body, I know it's equally important, not only to talk about your feelings or talk about what's going on, but to really be embodied and using your breath and your body to move through emotions, experiences. It's so, so, so important. So part of like the process of healing. And we talk a lot about that on the podcast, about your healing journey and what's important to really bring with you on that journey. So Jeannie, if this might be somebody's first time hearing about breath work. So maybe it's just starting there. Like what is breath work? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's so many metaphysical answers to this. But um, the simplest is it's an active meditation. So meditation, normally, we don't need to change our breath pattern, we can just sit quietly and notice our breathing. That's generally, but in breath work, we're actually changing the breath pattern, the breath technique, we're going for self healing, and we're going for an emotional release. So Breath work is very, it's a loose term actually. So it's kind of like fitness. So if I say I teach fitness or someone studying fitness, it's so huge, right? So there's many different types of breath work, but the breath work I teach is connective conscious breathing. It's a three-step process. So breath work is an active breathing. So it's three parts. So it's a three-part breath. And we do this lying down. So on the floor, on the sofa or something, and we're listening to music and hopefully good coaching. So I guide you this whole time. So this is great for people. If you have the monkey mind, if it's hard to meditate, right, instead of shaming yourself and not ever meditating, why don't you do something that's easier, right? That is good for your brain because you get to listen to great music and you're being coached through this resistance. The hardest thing, right, is showing up. So it's a journey. So it's about 27 minutes of active breathing and it's called breath work because it's work, right? Some people are like, yay, I'm breathing and I'm listening to music. And then they're like, holy crap, this is work, right? 
So it's breath work. And our goal is really to feel our emotions, to process it. Yeah, because I can relate. I didn't want to feel any of the sadness, the anger with having chronic illness at such a young age, right? It gets repressed. It gets suppressed. So feeling some of these emotions, the trauma, the emotions are in our body until we can feel it. Like I always say, you got to feel it to heal it. It stays in our body. It came out with me. It came out sideways, right? So for people, stress and anxiety can come out sideways. They're yelling. They have anger. They can have headaches. My clients have, you know, headaches, migraines, stuff going on in their body because they're not addressing the real stuff. So in the simplest form, it's an active meditation, three-part breath. After the 27 minutes, we get the easy, juicy, yummy part, which is just to rest and restore and receive. And then I do some heart activations at the end of class. It's a little bit similar to Tony Robbins priming at the end. So I know you really like him. He talks about bringing in gratitude because what happens is we actually shut down the inner critic, the prefrontal cortex, the logical, the reasoning, it actually shuts down. We're getting in so much oxygen into the body. So we're changing the body from a very acidic state or it can be acidic into very alkaline. We're getting in a ton of oxygen because of this three-part breathing. So it's very safe and people might think, oh, we're manipulating the breath. I can't breathe. And that's not true. We're actually bringing in a lot of oxygen. You can get some tingling sensations in the body because you're really oxygenating the body. Yeah. So it's this safe practice, a little tiny bit of side effects during, you know, like a little discomfort maybe or tingling, tingling, but these are very normal and safe. And it's just because we're bringing in oxygen to the body. And yeah, definitely want to talk to you about the benefits because there's a lot too. Yeah. I, I just love that. It really does allow this pause in your body to feel what you need to feel. And it brings it to surface. I took your class, you know, just to disclose, we took, we had, it was yesterday and, you know, I think I didn't really even notice I was holding, like, I knew I was in a funk, like, but like to actually identify like, Oh, I'm sad. I'm holding grief. And I think I'm just always on the go, go, go. And I think I do a, I generally try my best to do a good job, like slowing down, really understanding how I feel. But, you know, I think there's just times, especially with the times that we're in, we're in a pandemic. Like I didn't realize all the other things that have been weighing on me and really like just in my feelings until I kind of slowed down yesterday with the breath work. And then I was like, oh, I'm really sad. And I'm, I'm okay with my feelings. Like, I think you said this in the breathwork class, it's like our feelings are teachers or triggers are teachers. And it's just about slowing down and just identifying what, you know, what you're feeling. So I think I, I love that kind of stuff. I love anything that brings me back to my body, brings me back to myself, brings me back to the present moment. So then I'm better equipped with like showing up for how to move through it. It makes me feel much more connected to my life and to myself when I actually know what I'm experiencing versus trying to like stuff it. So I think breath work was such a nice way to slow me down personally and be like, oh, okay, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm going to move through sad this week and that's cool and let's do it. So I think that was like one benefit for me that I, I got highlighted. What are some other benefits you would highlight and I know you mentioned also like um, really de-stressing and helping using breath work to like de-stress. So how, how, what are the benefits and then how does breath work help with stress? 
Yeah, gosh, I could talk about the benefits for days and days. I actually made a little list because I was like, okay, Jeannie, you cannot go on and on for like 20 minutes about all the benefits. But yeah, kind of like the superficial or like the the most umbrella, I believe, is stress relief. Because what happens is we're lowering the cortisol level. We're stopping the adrenaline from flowing. So we're pumping out the endorphins. So we're just like switching, turning off the cortisol, turning off all the stress chemicals and turning on like the endorphins and the oxytocin and like these feel good chemicals um, in your body. So because you are less stressed, it is just healthier for the body. You're going to be able to fight bacteria and viruses. You are boosting your immunity. So meditation, this is meditation, right? Boosting your immunity, connecting with yourself. I mean, for me, the biggest bang for my buck. And I'm always surprised every time is like you said, it like boosts your mood, right? Because like we, yeah, it, this is I'm teaching breathworks for so long. I say this, it's like, we will do anything to not feel a feeling. And then by not feeling it, it stays in the body. And ironically, the way to feel better is to feel it and to move through, right? Like how many people are addicted? We have all these addictions in our society, right? smoking, drinking, food, porn, you know, working too hard. There's a million addictions because we'll do anything to avoid feeling a feeling. And ironically, feeling a feeling is how you get better and you get on the other side of it. So we spend 13, 15 years. I don't want to feel that feeling. or like, crap, if I just felt it and like kind of moved through it. So I struggled really big time with feeling my emotions. I love when you say that you were sad. I mean, I don't love that you were sad, but I love that you had an awareness because I didn't. When I was really sick, I could never say I'm sad, I'm depressed. I would say I'm in a bad mood. And then I would blame myself and feel really bad about it. So moving through and like, oh, it's normal, healthy to feel sad. It's healthy to feel angry, right? Reacting and Um, sometimes the behavior that we have through the anger isn't healthy, but just, and of course, like what you said during COVID, heck yeah, we're angry, we're sad. And you know, you and I hold space for other people. So sometimes we're feeling depleted or we're just not connecting with ourselves. Yeah. So improving our mood fast, I find the biggest thing for me is like, I'll do breath work when I'm feeling sad. Right. And it's really sneaky. Our mind's really sneaky. We don't want to feel the emotions. So have you ever done this? Adit will like judge our emotions, right? And our feelings. Oh, you shouldn't feel sad. That's silly. Like always. Yeah. It's such a, it's, I think we're so trained at this point from our society and culture to think that way or growing up in our family and our household, that narrative, that story, you know, positive toxicity, like positive good vibes only kind of. <laughs> um, and that just, I can't stand that. I can't. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can, we can just have a whole nother podcast about how that is so not okay. Um, but yeah, we do that. All. So you have to catch that narrative. I always ca- catch it as much as you can because it's so conditioned for us to think that way. And then for us to be able to come back to being like, Oh no, 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 it's okay. I can feel this. But my first, my first go-to was like, shaming myself for having a negative, quote unquote, negative feeling. Yeah. And then also too, it's a definitely, this is a great detox for the body. So it's a, it's a physical, emotional, and mental detox. So you can detox up to 70% of the physical. So in the physical aspect, you can release up to 70% of toxins. 
So it's a physical detox, right? Like up to 70%. Wow. And then obviously, well, not obviously, but just so you know, it's an emotional detox because people can get emotional and cry. And, you know, we're changing this myth that like it's weak to cry and it's bad. Or, you know, I grew up kind of like, oh, crying, you know, it's, you're not that strong. And I want to flip that on its head. So crying is a sign of releasing. So releasing sadness usually, but we can have happy tears too. So we're having an emotional release. And then the detox, like mentally, like let yourself, like you said, like, can you be present in your body? This is hard for a lot of us in today's society, right? Like I've seen, this is cute. Like I've seen women, cause we do this on zoom, like get into their cars during breath work. And I'm like, Oh no, 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 you can't drive doing this. And they're so cute. They're like, Nope, I got kids or I've got a full house. And I just put my chair back and you got to do what you got to do. So yeah, it's a mental, physical and emotional detox. And that's why we can be a little tired after. So I offer it in the morning and I have classes at night too, but everyone's different. Some people get a lot of energy. One of my clients is like, I can't do it at night. I get too much energy. I get a little bit tired after. So yeah, you could definitely see, but I think it's great to show up messy, like show up when you're anxious, show up when you got all the feels because you're really going to see processing. And I remember this last time I did breath work. I mean, I just had like this pit in my stomach of like sadness, right. And been avoiding it during the day. And I was like, okay, I just need to feel it to heal it. And I don't really want to, and I'm just going to do breath work. And it just moves through. It really allows you to move through and process it. Yeah. And, you know, talk therapy is so, so, so helpful. And sometimes we have to feel our feelings, right? So thinking our feelings isn't really helpful sometimes. So there's many ways to process, like writing can help process our feelings and talking, right? And then sometimes, yeah, we do need to get out of our way. Like you said, it's like the story that's not helpful. Yeah. So those would be like the biggest um, fast stress relief. And I think one of the things too, is that's so beautiful is you get to connect to your heart and your intuition and like your truth. And especially like we all struggle, I'm sure with decisions and what should I do? Am I making the right choice? Cause you got the ego and you got your heart. And I think like the rub of our life, right. It's like, who are you going to listen to your heart or the ego? So if we can connect to our heart and our intuition, we can make decisions from that place. And I loved your class because I love the coaching with the music paired with the mm-hmm. breath work. Um, it was just like a nice live guided meditation in a, in a way that felt very different and active. Um, and like just, yeah, really feeling into my body. So I, I could see how like continued, uh, benefits can really have like a really nice, uh, side effect with, with consistency too. showing up messy, especially on your hardest days. Those are probably the best days to come. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think tears are so healing. Anger is so healing, like feeling whatever, you know, you got to feel it to heal it. I like that. I like when you say that you got to feel it to heal it. Cause then when you know what you're working with and you can kind of, everyone, you know, has a different way that they need to move through their emotion, whether it's sad or anger or, or happy and, and, but if you don't know what you're feeling, you don't really know what you need to invite that, to hold that space for that feeling. 
Um, I know what I need when I feel sad. So I'm doing all the things this week, like pouring myself into nature, pouring, had a bubble bath after, um, I had a client after our breathwork session, but after that I was like bubble bath, walk, Good. you know, so it's like, it's nice to slow down, feel what you need to feel. So then you can actually heal it and do the things like if you're angry, if you're happy, like how do you continue uh, to really move through that emotion? To heal through. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting too, because a lot of the people that I work with, like I said, I work with a lot of women and a lot of moms and busy. Right. And so sometimes people say, well, I don't have time for breath work. I don't have time for self-care. Right. But that's kind of a myth to explore too. And really you have more time because if you ever, you know, like struggled to, I don't know, write the email or put out content, right. You're just not feeling like in alignment and like breath work just gets you back kind of into alignment. There've been times where, Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to send this email. This is hard. And when we're as women, right. When we're forcing, when we're hustling, when we're kind of out of alignment, it's not going to flow this message of inspiration onto the paper. Right. So from my own work, it's like, okay, get on the floor, get on the couch, do this practice. And it kind of moves through. And there have been so many times where I'm back at my computer writing that email, not because I have to, but I'm okay. Like, oh, that sadness, it's it's gone. I felt it. It's not because I took a pill or I, you know, pushed it down. That's a very temporary response. And that's why it doesn't work, right? This is like deep, deep self-healing. Yeah. And and to your point too, I think breath work is incredible because people tell me all the time and I love hearing that people love just their first session. Right. And I'm a, look at, I'm a regular meditation teacher too. Like I teach the traditional meditation, but people are not coming up to me after a 10 minute meditation or a 30 minute meditation and saying like, Oh my God, you need life changing. That was amazing. Right. Like when you sit in silence for 20 minutes, it's hard. Right. Or it takes time. I mean, it's a practice of meditating. And what I love about breath work is just from your first session, you can see the benefits. And with such a great session, imagine, like you said, if you did it regularly, if you go deeper, it's like the tip of the iceberg of what's possible. So that's, what's really exciting is it's not many practices. I mean, I'm a yoga teacher too. The first time I did yoga, I was like, eh, it's okay. Right. And I keep hearing that one breath work class. It's not a, eh, or okay. It's, and it's not for everyone, but many people find quick relief benefits and it's easier because we don't have to like be silent and control all the thoughts. So Jeannie, so if we were to walk a listener through a breath work exercise right now, maybe just like a quick minute, um, could you go into sharing like what the techniques are and then guiding us through like a quick minute of a breathing exercise. Yeah, sure. So traditionally how I do breath work in my class is that everyone is lying down flat. So I'm just going to guide you through so that you guys have the technique and we're going to do this sitting up and you can follow along. So I always tell my students to have a hand on their belly and on their chest. So if you want to close your eyes and just kind of feel settled, you can feel your feet on the floor. Start to deepen the breath. And it's a three-part breath. So with your hand on your belly, you're going to inhale and expand the belly out, which is opposite of everything you've ever learned and know. So it's going to feel weird. So you inhale and the belly goes out, really big belly, and then a little bit into the chest, and then exhale out of the mouth. 
And it's a short exhale. So you have your mouth open the whole time. So I'm going to show you a couple more rounds. So inhale, belly goes out. Inhale into the chest. And then a short exhale. And then jump right in. Inhale, belly goes out. Inhale into the chest. And then exhale. So we're going to do a couple rounds. And I'll guide you through it again. So inhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale, inhale, exhale. So keep going and I'm gonna coach you through a little bit. So it's two inhales and an exhale. The biggest portion, the most work is in the first breath in our belly. So I always say breathing is definitely a metaphor for our life, right? Like we don't want a shallow life. We want a rich, profound life. That's why we have to do this deep, breathing, right? Not this shallow breathing. And there's so many benefits of this belly breathing or diaphragmatic breathing. We're getting more oxygen into our lungs. So you're just going to keep going at your own pattern and your own pace. Belly, chest, exhale. Belly, chest, exhale. And you're just going to keep it continuous and cyclical. Yeah, and that's really it. So we can do this pretty quickly. So again, in my class, it's lying down and we're gonna link up into here a couple of videos where I really walk you through it. It's 10 minutes total. It talks about, it's about two minute video. So it's quick of showing you, cause I know it's fun to see all my visual people, my visual learners. I was a teacher, right? So I know a lot of visual learners. So I have a video where I'm showing you what it looks like. The cool thing about breath work is it's such a metaphor for our life, right? Because I'm a perfectionist. I want to do everything perfect. And in the beginning of class, I remember I said specifically yesterday, this is a great lesson, right? Of letting go of expectations. There is no perfect breath pattern. This is inner work. There's no perfection. And that's part of the work of not being attached to doing anything perfectly, right? Because I know some people it's not perfect. And I used to do classes in person, obviously. And so when I transitioned to online, it's even more important for people just to love themselves and know they're doing it their first time. And, and it's okay not to have it perfect. Yeah. And then the second video that we'll link up, it just talks a little bit about the whole process and, and what it can break up, bring up and, and all that kind of stuff. Thank you so much for that, Jeannie. Oh, I, I, I was doing it and I just, I already feel myself just like, ah, I always feel a little bit lighter after just taking some intentional deep breaths and being guided through it brings me back to kind of a grounded state. And I, and I'll link the quick tutorial on YouTube. So we'll link that in the show notes. So head down there and, and check that video out. Um, the other thing I was going to say is just like, I love the fact that um, just being able to just the slow down and, and being able to name and like, I, what you kept saying in class too, was just to notice what you were going through, like notice what was coming up. And oftentimes like for me and maybe other listeners will relate to this too. We, if we have been in, you know, the wellness health world, then we sometimes can intellectualize our feelings. And you, you said something yesterday in class too. You're like, even if you've heard it before, just notice that you're, you're saying that and, and just stay open to whatever comes up for you. And I, I think for me, it was important to hear that because I'm someone who will intellectualize and try to, you know, 
maybe protect my feelings from being felt, right? Our brain will do everything or, you know, to bring up our defense mechanisms. Like, I don't want to feel grief right now. I don't want to think about that, you know? And so it's easy to intellectualize our feelings, but that's why I really like your coaching with the breath work. Cause it's, it's, I need those like reminders. It's like Adit, you're doing that again. You're trying to like intellectualize your feelings. Yes. You've heard this before, but girl, you need to, you need to stop that chatter and like, you need to identify what's going on, you know? And I think that's so important. And many of us do that, especially the listeners on, on this podcast are many of them are women, you know, who are giving and constantly pouring into other relationships, other people in their lives, their jobs, their kids, their families, and it's give, 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 and their, their cup is empty. So this is such an important reminder that you are worthy of the slowdown. You're worthy to pause and like your tears are cleansing. It takes a lot for me to cry. Cause again, growing up, it's like, you know, taught that tears are, are a sign of weakness and like stop being so emotional, right? Women hear that all the time. You're being over, you're being too emotional, right? You're too, so sensitive, you're right? too sensitive. Oh, I heard that too. All you're so sensitive, right? And so as a seven-year-old here, I am like teaching myself to stuff my tears back up. So now what's, I actually go to therapy to ask my therapist to help me cry. Cause I'm like, I need, I want to cry. Like I want the tears to come, but unfortunately from so for so long, I've been taught and I'm not alone in this. I say that as an example that I know other women can relate that, you know, we, we stuff our emotions and then, you know, a lot of us have a hard time crying and putting down our strong thinking, you know, it's a sign of weakness when really I, I actually, I did tear up in your breath work class and it was nice. I was like, Oh yes, tears. I need you. <laughs> Thank you. So wonderful, wonderful breath work class. I can't recommend it enough. And as we come to an end, Jeannie, what's something left intuitively on your heart that you haven't said yet that you'd want to leave listeners with, and then where can people find you and your work? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that, well, there's so many things, but one thing I just want to end with is that stress actually isn't bad, right? It's, I think a lot of people, if you ask me stress bad, yes, stress is awful. It'll kill you. Right. So there's a difference between, you know, stress and healthy stress and chronic stress. So to think that we're never going to have problems, we're never going to have stress, that is stressful and that is not true and that that belief can cause a lot of problems. So I think it's it's healthy and, and helpful more than anything to realize like when you go to the gym or when you work out, you get into a fight or flight response system. When you do breath work in the beginning, we're getting into the fight or flight, which is the sympathetic nervous system. So the nervous system, this fight or flight you've heard people talk about, it is a normal, healthy part of our life. So that might be something helpful if you think it's bad. It's like, nope, when you go running, you get into fight or flight. Now, the reason that it feels so good after, I'm not a big gym person and I hate to run. So sometimes I forget like, oh, wait, there are people in my class who like to work out. Okay, so for people who... <laughs> like to work out. Most of us, like I hate to run. Uh, I don't like lifting weights, but if you work out hard, you're getting into that fight or flight state. So 
after you work out or you run, it usually feels really good. People love how they feel after. And it's because you're going into the parasympathetic nervous system. And so that's really similar to what I do with breath work. We get into the fight or flight, rev you up into the sympathetic nervous system, and then we come down in a safe way into the parasympathetic and we're getting all these feel good oxytocin, right? And how like depleted are we of oxytocin? Cause we're not getting touch right now. Oxytocin is produced. It's like the hug hormone they say, right? When you hug someone, you produce this when you're around other people. So how empowering I think that you can produce this oxytocin on your own. So just want to leave um, all the listeners with just, if that's you, if you're thinking that like stress is bad, if you judge yourself, if you feel badly, it really is just about how can you bring your stress down, right? How can you make sure you're not in this chronic stress? Cause of course, yes, chronic stress is very harmful, can cause lots of problems in your body. So really it's coming back down. It's giving yourself right this time to recharge, reconnect, giving yourself time to fill your cup up again. Definitely. Yeah. And in terms of finding me, I am on Instagram and that's how we connected, which is so cool. So on Instagram and Facebook, it's at Jeannie Colwyn coaching. And I'm sure we'll link it because I know my last name is hard to spell. And we'll link up the videos on YouTube, which you can check out. And my website is www.geniecolon.com. Yeah. And I teach classes, you guys, about three times a month right now. So it's on Sunday mornings, LA time. So Pacific standard. And then I do one Wednesday a month in the evening. So if you think that evening is your jam or try it in the morning, see if you get more energy, see if it maybe is something that good. Because one of the things is actually breathwork can help with your sleep. It can help. Uh, bring you down right and is good for sleep so it might be something that you like to do before bed or else you might be tired during the day so yeah come and check out one of my classes and eventually when COVID is hopefully you know better pretty soon I teach in person in Los Angeles so come check that out if you are in the LA area Thank you so much, Jeannie. Yeah, it was really fun because you had people from all over, from like Milan to Canada to Austin to California. So it's it's really worldwide on uh, your in your class, and it's really fun to see people, especially in this time of a pandemic, just to see other humans come together in this, this space. And especially if you're a healer, you know, having I, I noticed for me, I was like, oh, it was so nice to have someone else hold space for me. So also recommend if you're a therapist, if you're a coach, if you're, you know, anyone in, in, in the front lines, just um, a caregiver, probably anybody listening to this podcast, really. <laughs> uh, take, take Jeannie's class, do yourself that favor. Um, thank you so much for being here, Jeannie. It was so, so great to have you. Thank you for inviting me to your breathwork class. And I trust listeners, um, thank you so much for tuning in. And I trust that this episode has been Oh, thank you so much. It's such an honor to connect with you. I loved having you in my class. Can't wait to see everybody there.